Good morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1 Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. mercy and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord, our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Merciful Lord, you know our struggle to serve you. When sin spoils our lives and overshadows our hearts, come to our aid and turn us back to you again. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading for the second Sunday in Lent is from Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put Jesus to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed him by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him. And whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. Bruised, beaten, and helpless, the man who had fallen among thieves lay on the roadside. He was half dead, needing rescue and healing. If help had not come soon, he would surely have perished. 
A priest and a Levite walk by on the other side of the road. They ignore the plight of the helpless dying man. Then comes this Samaritan, a foreigner of mixed race and religion, and therefore despised by the Jews. When he sees the poor, wounded man, Luke says that he had compassion. He was moved in the gut, the same way Jesus was moved at the sight of people who were suffering. The Samaritan wastes no time in helping the injured man, immediately binding up the man's wounds, pouring on oil and wine. He places him on his own animal and takes him to, to an inn. But the good Samaritan doesn't stop there. He places the man into the care of the innkeeper, gives him some money for expenses, and promises to repay the innkeeper upon his return. This is what's called going above and beyond the call of duty. And beloved, if all of this was just a morality tale to remind Christians what they should do for others, then that would not leave us much in the way of comfort, would it? Beloved, with this parable, Jesus paints a beautiful portrait of your salvation. He shows you just how desperate your condition was on account of sin, and he shows the gift of healing that he had come to bring. This man in the parable provides a picture of all the fallen sons of Adam and daughters of Eve, wounded by sin, beaten by the devil's attacks, robbed of our righteousness and our good standing with God, we too were dead in the trespasses and sins. Like this man, we were helpless and destitute. Left to ourselves, we would have most certainly perished eternally. Eternal death and damnation are a just reward for our sins. And who could help us? The law? Could Moses raise us up from spiritual death to life? The parable suggests that this is not so. The priest and the Levi represent Moses and the law of Sinai, which do not heal, but only kill. The law is good. Its commandments are pure, but they cannot help or heal the wounded and beaten sinner. So along comes this foreigner called Christ. Well, he's not from around here, you might say. He has come from heaven, and he is despised by the world. As the prophet Isaiah foretold in Isaiah 53, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. But this man comes anyway. The Son of God saw your wretched state and had compassion. He came and did what the law and Moses could not do. He has bound up the wounds of sinners. He has carried your sins and griefs and sorrows to the cross. And by his stripes, by his wounds, by his death at the hands of men, you are healed. The healing medicine of Christ's forgiveness was first applied to you in your baptism. As you were buried and raised with Christ, your Savior began his good work of healing and restoration in you. For like the man fallen among thieves, you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. But the cancer of your sin continues to rear its ugly head. You need ongoing treatments, and this is why your loving Savior has brought 
you into the inn of his church and placed you into the care of his called shepherds. In this way, he continues to do for you what he began in your baptism. He continues to apply the healing medicine of his forgiveness, life, and salvation to your souls. And he does this in a unique and special way in the Lord's Supper. In that salutary gift, the same Christ who healed every disease among men, the same Christ who bound up the brokenhearted, the same Christ by whose stripes we are healed, comes and does for us what he did for so many wounded souls in the gospel. We come to the Lord's table wounded by our sins, helpless and in need of mercy and healing. And Jesus sees our miserable condition and has compassion on us. He comes to us weak and weary sinners and gives to us the healing medicine of his crucified and risen body and blood. Like the Samaritan in the parable, Christ binds up our wounds and pours on us the oil and wine of his good spirit to comfort wounded consciences. The hymn, Jesus Comes Today with Healing, makes this clear, connecting Jesus' healing power to the gift of his body and blood. We hear in verse 1, Jesus comes today with healing, knocking at my door, appealing, offering pardon, grace, and peace. For this reason, the hymn appropriately calls the Lord's Supper a balm to heal the troubled soul. What's more is that this healing medicine of Christ's body and blood is truly a medicine of immortality. Whoever receives this medicine, trusting in its power and benefits, truly has eternal life. Whatever sicknesses and ailments you now endure, know that these will no longer annoy in the life to come. For you know that the healing that Christ has begun here will be brought to completion at the day of the resurrection. Now our Lutheran forefathers understood well the healing power of the sacrament as well as our lifelong need for this sacred gift. So did the ancient fathers of the church, as we see in the words of St. Ambrose, who wrote, Because I always sin, I always need to take the medicine. These venerable fathers in the faith understood that because the sinful flesh is with us from cradle to grave, there is never a time that we do not need this healing gift. So what about you? Do you have need of consolation? Do you have a wounded conscience? Have you lived as if God did not matter and as if you mattered most of all? Are you plagued by sin and the temptations of the devil? then this medicine is our Lord's, of our Lord's body and blood is for you. It is for your healing and sanctification. We give thanks to God during this Lenten season that through this salutary gift, Christ's healing hand reaches out to us and heals us. Take and eat. Drink of it, all of you. These are the words of your great physician, your good Samaritan, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Lord, make us, your people, more like you, that as we grow in faith and love for our neighbors, May people see you in our actions as we reach out to them 
with your love. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.